Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is Meredith, the Internet Maven. My show will be about learning new things, solving problems, and ways to enhance your life with one of the following subjects in each podcast. Things we want to do, travel, move, eat at great restaurants, find new friends, solving problems with your diet, health, how to reach your goal, do you have real estate questions, how to make extra money, and many, many more how-tos, interior design, revamping your interior, and how to entertain with fabulous food, an elegant style that fits your budget. I'll have answers with a lot of humor and hope you'll join me with your ideas and what you need to make your life wonderful, fun, and successful. We will start with a quote. One thing about teamwork is that you always have others on your side. (laughs) How true, huh? One thing about teamwork is that you always have others on your side. Today we will talk about how to give a wine tasting party in your home. And we will end with a delicious, easy, and quick recipe. First, we have to invite people, don't we? You know, maybe your wino friends or maybe just some friends that that you know that like wine, whatever. But it's very important. We'll talk about the invitations in a minute. But it's very important to let them know that you're going to have red wine or white wine. Because they may, you know, the people coming may not like red or someone might not like white. So we do have to talk about the, the invites. We talked about them on my first show, The Cocktail Party. You know... Don't text them or call them. You know, send them out an uh, invitation, whether it's online, like evite.com, and there's a couple others that I mentioned in my first show of uh, invitations to send. Or go to Dollar Tree if you're going to do the postal thing. And they have wonderful little invites. But let them know that it is a wine tasting party, not a wine party, but a wine tasting party in your home. And whether it's red or white wine you're going to be using. Okay, let's start. First, we will talk about setting up your wine tasting, the how to display wine, and what kinds of wine, okay? So first of all, you can, you have to use like maybe your dining table or maybe a six-foot folding table with a um, wonderful tablecloth on it, okay? And here's the, um, I'm going to quit saying okay, <laughs> Here's what you do on your table at the at one end and do it at the beginning which would be on the left side on the left side of the table put the wine glasses and some small you know some small napkins and then the first bottle of wine next a water pitcher with water and a little small bucket. Next to that, the second bottle of wine, and then some crackers and maybe some sliced French bread and maybe a nice mild cheese on a little small tray. Next, 
the third bottle of wine, a pitcher of water again in a small little bucket. Then at, at the very end, the fourth bottle of wine. Now I'll tell you why, how, why this is all, what, what it all means. The pitchers of water and the uh, bucket is after they taste, say they, they start with the first bottle, and they, the bottle and they take a little bit in their, uh, in their glass. They don't finish it. They can just pour it into the bucket and rinse it with the water and throw the water in the bucket. Then go to the second bottle, etc., and down the line. The reason that we're having maybe some some uh, you know bread and that is to cleanse their palate if they want. They don't have to eat it, and they probably they won't. The odds are they won't. But it's important to have all those things there, and you don't have to put ice in the water. Maybe a little bit, but don't have it ice cold. The water, okay, in the pitcher. Now we'll talk the types of wine and how to display the wine, okay? Here's what you do. You're going to use four bottles, and you use, you know, I don't know how to say this. You, well, yes, I do. You use either all red or all white. And you can use, say, say you want to, you're going to do the red uh, wine. You can use all Merlot. And if you're using white, you can use all Chardonnay. Or, or, say you use Merlot, Cabernet Sauvignon, Zinfandel, Pinot whatever, and there, or a Chardonnay, a Sauvignon Blanc, Pinot Grigio, or a Riesling, if, if it's a white wine. But I like to use one type of wine, like saying all Merlot or all Cab or all Chardonnay or all whatever. But now here's what, how you buy the wine. You buy from the low price to the higher price. And I like to do it like between, say, the, the lower price between $3 and $5. The next one, the second bottle would be 8 to $10. The next, 12 to $15. And the fourth bottle, eighteen to twenty-two dollars. I mean, that isn't how you set them on the table, but that's the four, the four prices that you should use. And I usually put the lowest price one in the third position, because everyone thinks, oh, the first one is that. I've, you know, <laughs> sometimes I've even put the uh, the most expensive one first, and then, you know, do what you feel best, but always you. Don't put the uh, lowest price one first. That you put it wherever you want, and you can, you know, put it where you want. Now, how to display them on each bottle? So you have your four bottles there, right? Okay. On each bottle, type a small piece of paper with the price of the wine and the position on the table. Say it's uh, say it's uh, one that's. Uh, Eight ninety-five, and you put you're going to put it in the in the fourth position. So you put four ninety-five four, and just tape it on the bottle. On all the bottles, do that. Now, put each bottle in a brown lunch bag, and tape it shut by the spout. You may have to trim it a little bit, and put the number of the bag with a. I like to use a black sharpie. On the front and the back, like if it's number one, put number one on the 
front of the bag and number one on the back of the bag, and etc. And then place your bottles on the table. Oh, you know what? Don't forget, if you're having white wine, make sure that it's chilled enough, okay? Now, I think at a wine tasting party, you shouldn't have more than six guests. Six? I like between four to six, but I usually have six. Six are great, uh, you know, for a tasting. Uh, now, take six, you know, small, medium sheets of paper and put each guest's name at the top of the paper. And on the left-hand side, number down one to four. One space, two space, three space, four space. And then, because you, you want them to rate their wine. What They might say number two, ugh, I didn't like that. Whatever, you know. So give them room to write what they want on it. Now, and as you give the sheets to them, have them rate the bottles, like I just said. You know, if they like it, if they didn't like it, anything they have to do, and they can even put the best that they like, you know, put a star on it. Tell them to do whatever they want. And then when the tasting is done, when everyone has gone through all four bottles, collect their sheets of paper. Now, take the wine out of the paper bag so they can see what they voted on and what they liked. And that, that's sort of a fun part, you know. They go, oh, my gosh, I like the I like the uh, three ninety five wine, and I didn't like the uh, sixteen dollar wine. You know, I have you know I'm going to interrupt my what I'm talking about now. I have a friend. I was asking her to ask her husband before I did this podcast to write down the uh, two reds and two whites that they liked under ten dollars. You know, she came back to me and she says. We've never bought wine. The only wine we buy is normally fifteen to twenty dollars a bottle. So I mean, I was I wanted to have a couple, you know, inexpensive wines to tell you about. But I have a well. We're going to talk a little bit about that after in a minute, but not right now. But I had to. That just made me think of that. You know, that collect all them, and then let them know that the wine that they had, the most likes and what they didn't. You know. Maybe three people really liked num- wine number three, which was the cheap wine, and maybe whatever. But let them know. It's sort of fun. And you, you're, they're going to look now. Now, they may have asked you in the beginning, can I bring anything? And that I got a cocktail party or that, I always say no. But here, you can tell them if you they want to bring anything, like food or anything, it, will, it won't be served during the tasting, but it'll... We can do it afterwards. And, and I'll say, can we bring some wine? Yes, you can bring wine if you wish, but we're not going to use it at the tasting. So maybe after all the tasting and that, you can clear off, you know, the, the, the pitchers of uh, water and et cetera, and what you have on the table, and then maybe put their wine out there with a uh, wine opener and maybe put some of their food out if they, anyone wants to nibble. And you should have some food there to bring out afterwards anyways. I'm gonna, in fact, I'm going to give you a good recipe at the end that you could maybe even make and uh, take out there. Um, but bring out some hors d'oeuvres. You know, and if, as, like I just said, if they brought any wine or food, put it on the table with a uh, wine opener and napkins and maybe some plate, little baby plates. Now, 
I just want to tell you on the next wine podcast, I'm not sure when that's going to be, but we'll talk about uh, wine pairings with cheese and food and non-alcoholic wines and much more about the uh, wine knowledge. But today I'd like to talk a little bit about, you know, people always go boo-hoo over boxed wines. Now, I think it's sort of brilliant having boxed wines, and I'm going to tell you why. Like, say... Say I don't, I'm by myself and I want a glass of red wine or a glass of white wine. And once you open the bottle, hey, it doesn't last that long. And if you're, you know, I'm, I wouldn't drink anything maybe every day, every day. But if you have a boxed wine, you, there's, that holds, I'd say, I think it holds like four bottles of wine. It, it'll always taste good. It'll always taste good no if you buy a good boxed wine. And I'm going to give you some that I was uh, talking about, and uh, I here's one, here's, for a Zinfandel, is Boda, B-O-T-A, that's a good box wine, now here's a good one for Cabernet Sauvignon, is Poorhouse, P-O-U-R-H-A-U-S, then if you want a nice Sauvignon Blanc, white wine, Fonterra, F-R-O-N-T-E-R-A. And here's a, a good one for uh, Chardonnay. Is black. Everyone knows about Black Box, but they do have some nice, nice wines. They have a nice Pinot Grigio, and they have a nice Chardonnay. And another one, uh, a nice uh, Pinot, uh, Pinot uh, Grigio, is uh, Bandit. It's called Bandit. Okay? If you like Merlot, Franzia, F-R-A-N-Z-I-A. Now we're going to go back to Black Box. For they, I had this one, and it's quite nice. It's called a Red Blend, and I, I'm not sure what they're blending. I didn't read it enough, to be very honest, but uh, the Black Box Red Blend, blend is quite nice. And another good Cabernet Sauvignon is Woodbridge. And that's by Mondavi. And there's another good one by Boda, B-O-T-A. Okay, and another, a nice uh, Chardonnay and Riesling. It's called House Wine. You know, I think it's, I think you can get very, very good. And there's good wine deals on, on the, uh, on the air when you know. I, I, you know, it's really funny. A, a person asked me, well, you know, I, I never really had a, uh, let's just say a Chardonnay. I like white wine, but I usually do Pinot Grigio or, or Chenin Blanc or something. And she says, what does it taste like? Well, I went in and I sort of searched, and I found out that, let's, I'll talk a little bit about this. A Chardonnay tastes like an apple, pear, you know, and it's really a pineapple, and it goes well with the fish, chicken, veal, and, and some Asian foods. Pinot Grigio, it tastes, it's very light, and it's very citrusy. It has apricot and melon hues to it, and it's great with um, a creamy pasta dishes, poached fish, you know, and such as um, like roast chicken, sushi, and it's all, Pinot Grigio is great in the, for, for a white wine when you're having cocktails because it's light, and especially if you're going to go into another wine during dinner. 
Now, nice red is a Merlot. It tastes like black cherry, plum, coffee, and it goes with pasta, sausage, lamb, prime rib. Now we come to our Cabernet Sauvignon. It tastes like black currant and chocolate, and it's great with lamb, beef, steak, pasta. And I like it with grilled salmon myself. So uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about this afterwards. Pinot Noir, it tastes like a raspberry, cherry, and strawberry. Very fruity, very, very fruity. And it goes well with grilled pork, turkey, brie, camembert, and other great soft cheeses. And a Shiraz. Shiraz tastes like, this is one another one of my favorites. It has like a blackberry tobacco, tobacco black uh, pepper, licorice. And it uh, matches with the roast tenderloin, barbecued ribs, and roast. But something else, I believe, and I truly do believe, you can use your favorite wine, whether it's white or black, with any dish you, you know, you choose. It's what you like. And it is, you know, you don't have to say, I'm having beef, so I have to have red wine, or I'm having uh, shrimp and fish, I have to have white wine. I don't think that's necessary. You know, do what you like to do, and that's really important. And I did promise you, didn't I, a wonderful recipe. And here's our recipe. It's called Cheesy Zucchini Fries. You take one-third cup panko breadcrumbs, one-quarter cup of Parmesan cheese, a teaspoon, a quarter teaspoon of uh, salt, and mix that all up in a pie plate. Now, cut three zucchini into sticks. What I like to do is I like to cut them halfway. I like to cut the ends off and then cut them down lengthwise and set the the cut side down and cut maybe three uh, slices out of each uh, each each end. So you have like three, six, 12, 15, whatever. Now dip each stick into some milk and then dredge in the crumbs, you know, pressing it as you adhere to it. And arrange on a rack baking sheet with parchment paper and coat with cooking spray. Bake at 425 degrees in a preheated oven for approximately 25 minutes. These are so good. And I like to serve them. If you're, just, if you're serving them as a vegetable with the main course, just serve it like that. But if you're serving them at a cocktail party or with friends and you're just eating them, I like to dip them into um, ranch dressing. Well... If you enjoyed this podcast, please follow and subscribe to let me know. You will like my you will like my website, singlewoman55plusplus.com. I have some great blogs and jewelry I design and sign up for my free newsletter. My cod podcast here will be on Thursday every week. And now I will end with ta-ta. Sounds true.